We are Unlucky Frog, I'm your host Ben Porter and I am coming to you from Big Dog Books at the Tabletop Scotland ticket launch. I am joined by Ian Potter. Ian, what do you do? I do a bit of everything. I do a bit of uh, web design, which I design Big Dog Books website for them, for sure. Uh, I do photography, I do video production, uh, graphic design, so I'm a bit of a jack of all trades and yeah. the master of some. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Smooth. So, um, you, you said you designed the Big Dog Books website. Yes. Uh, was that a challenge for you? No, particularly. I mean, with a, a business who know what they're doing so clearly, like Stuart does with Big Dog Books, it's actually quite easy because uh -huh. they already know the direction of the business, what it is that they, they want to achieve from a website, which is really handy. Uh, I, I give a lot of advice to small businesses when they do come to me for a website because they don't really know about marketing and things like that. But Stuart's really switched on. He's mm -hmm. got some really good contacts. Uh, Big Dog's a bit like a family. There's lots of people that will help and, and give advice oh, and all cool. that sort of yeah. stuff and Stuart's very socially aware so yeah. you know he has got a lot of good connections yeah. um, as some of his staff as well are very good at marketing they're, you know, they're getting videos together so content obviously in the comic book world you know content is not a problem there's plenty of pictures yeah. there's plenty of uh, yeah. you know material is given to you so no it wasn't it wasn't particularly hard uh, Stuart thought it'd be hard to learn how to update his website I managed to teach him to do that as well so they're doing they're that's brilliant um, we're obviously at the Tabletop Scotland ticket launch Indeed. event you planning to, to come along? I am. I've got a small problem where I've already got an uh, all-weekend photo shoot um, oh, okay. pre-planned from a, an existing client I've had for five years. I can't exactly say no, I'm ditching yeah. that. However, the event is normally finished by Saturday morning. Mm. As I not Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Yeah. I intend to try and get along on the Sunday afternoon okay. to the event. And you, you mentioned that you're going to bring your, try and bring your kids along? Or? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've got a 7 and 11-year-old. My 11-year-old is big into drawing manga and things like that so yeah. you know she's really into creative things and this this sort of you know uh, this sort of group I suppose you know she's very shy though so it's hard to get okay. to, to yeah. mingle with people and my son is a massive superhero fan so he, yeah. he's big into his Iron Man and uh, Hulk and that's all he talks about all day long is superheroes yeah. um, and he plays a lot of Pokemon and actually Big Dog introduced him to Pokemon on one of their oh, introduction cool. days yeah. so yeah it was a really cool way for him to interact with people with the same sort of mindset that he's got and, and I, I don't understand it fully. Um, my yeah, wife had to learn... You don't know your Pikachu's from your Raichu's I yet? I don't know. No. I know who Pikachu is. That one's pretty famous. But you know, yeah, when it yeah. comes to the card game, I'm looking at it, at it completely lost. I'm more of a comic book kind of guy. I like yeah. my, my Batman comics and a lot of the, the Dark Horse stuff is what I, what I read. And uh, Mark Miller, actually. A lot of the Mark Miller stuff. Yeah. Love their stuff. So. Well, from, I mean, from the sound of things... Uh, for a, a relative newbie to the, the whole realm of tabletop, uh, tabletop Scotland is going to be the, the perfect uh, event for you. I, I, I actually, to me, it might be the my, my doorway in, if you like. And it sounds like anyone who hasn't done this before. It, it certainly doesn't sound like something that, if you're not into it, that you shouldn't attend. You know, I, I think there's a, a preconception that clubs and things like this are only for certain people and they're not you know they're very they're very inclusive it's something that sure. anyone can get into and you shouldn't be afraid to try and join for the first time or, or take you know put your foot in there for the first time and try something out and uh, my wife again my, 
my wife going back to Pokemon, she learned with my son how to play Pokemon and she can now do it, having never played before and having zero interest in it before. Yeah. But she was welcomed in and she, you know, she became part of that, that group. So, um, yeah, I expect this to become much the same, but it'll be a, a doorway into that world. And I, I love... Uh, tabletop games as much as the old school and I am old school like Monopoly and stuff like that but it's a natural to me it's a natural progression from that that everyone knows how to play Monopoly not everyone knows how to play certain games and there's one so I'm just looking in the shelf now of Big Dog Books Mysterium's the one that Stuart's uh, recommended to me okay. and that's something that I'm, I'm trying I, to I, ha- I haven't played that one myself right, so right. I can't quite recommend it but I, I would say that um, in terms of gateway games, as they mm. call them, I yeah, think yeah. Pokemon trading card games are pretty good shout. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, my son, my son's autistic as well, not heavily, but enough to, to hold him back. So that actually, for him to get into it was a, a, a massive. Uh, I was I was proud to put it that way. You know, he he's got himself into something that I don't even understand. So you know, <laughs> um, it was a, a big leap for him to even come in and, and be in that environment. But yeah. but I, I find groups like this very welcoming, and and from the Outside, I think it looks very scary, and a bunch of people that know each other really well. And nine yeah. times out of ten, you find they've just met for the first time oh, or yeah, the second yeah. time. And it was, it was funny when you were saying about your daughter being quite shy. Yeah, and it's like that—that's not really a problem in no, tabletop communities because no, you know they're all big shy nerds themselves. So they just, and there's nothing yeah, wrong with that. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Ian, thank you. Thank you very much. So, we are Lucky Frog, we're back. I'm Ben Porter, your host, and I am joined by Mr. John Harper. Hello! Who's suddenly got the giggles. He doesn't want to have the giggles, I don't know why I've got them. There you go. You're just so thrilled to be here. Enthused, the word is yeah. enthused. I'm an enthusiastic person. Yeah, and you've got so many reasons to be enthusiastic tonight. Yeah, it's the launch event. Your day's yeah. been nice to me. Is that, is that unusual? Yeah, he's a hard, hard pass. I have master. to say, you, you guys really badmouth each other a lot. You haven't obviously worked with him, have you? Well, I, I've, I've worked with him a couple of times. And he, I mean, he, to be fair, did paint Duncan to be a bit of a bully. True, true, that Duncan is an actual bully. Right, okay, That well, that's not been my experience, <laughs> but time will tell. So. And, and there's this other guy called Simon. He's a right D-bag. <laughs> We are, we are recording, yeah. yeah excellent. Yeah. What's your nickname, John? Dumbass. 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 It's not very imaginative, I Truly. Yeah. Huh? Cool. So, yeah. Nice to meet you, folks. I'll be back soon. <laughs> we are Unlucky Frog. We are still coming to you from Big Dog Books. I'm your host, Ben Porter, and I'm joined for take two by the John Harper. Hello! How you doing? How are you doing? You, you've got Good. a drink in your hand now. I have Why is that? I've got a small glass of the bubbly because 8 o'clock we did our first ticket sale. We've launched, we've gone live. People are buying tickets and we're very excited about it. People are actually buying tickets. People, yeah. As we speak, people are in their order baskets buying tickets with transaction IDs and everything. Yeah, it's all legitimate. E-commerce rocks. Yeah, <laughs> exciting stuff. But got no backing out now, people expect. Yeah, so... How are you feeling? Uh, trepidatious. Yeah? Yeah. That's a, that's a big word for a man with a drink in his hand. <laughs> it's a big word for an idiot is what yeah. that is. Um, no, excited. I mean, we've been talking about this for some time. It's an idea that Dave especially has had. And you know, he, he's been working on this for four years. I've been involved for 
most like time in one way or another. So, you know, it's a lot of hard work and we're looking forward to it. I mean, we've tried in the past and, you know, the combination of factors. And I suppose sometimes it's just about luck. We got lucky yeah. at the right time. Something happened that triggered the right chain of events, and then we've taken an idea we've talked about into you know a reality. And now we've got people's money, a real reality. Yeah, that's it. So, what's in store for the rest of the night? Just what, watching that sweet green rolling in. Uh, well, up next, watch a bit more of the money come in. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Then we'll do the first, depending on how many tickets we sell tonight, the purchases there are. We'll do a few of prize goes. We've got prize door scheduled for uh, the purchase process and I wrote them all down on a plate because I'm clever and I've lost my plate Where's which the plate? I'll get in a minute is this the plate no because uh, uh, I ran out of paper Charlotte is, um, is fetching the plate fetching for, paper yeah, plate because people can't see Charlotte fetching the plate so so yeah so what we're doing is throughout the evening and then into the, the rest of the year whenever people buy tickets and make purchases for every purchase we do prize draws. So the very first person to buy a ticket who is actually in the shop tonight, a lovely chap called Scott, who was on his phone at 8 o'clock, button mashing as fast as he could. Lad. He's lad. won his very own unique, to him, one of a kind Tabletop Scotland t-shirt. Right, no, I need to jump in here because I've just remembered what we were talking about before t-shirts. you got whisked away. T-shirts. T-shirts, yeah. Right, so you, you are currently sporting a white t-shirt yeah. with the, the Tabletop Scotland logo in yes. blue. Yeah. We will have a link yeah. in, in the, the description for that. wearing t-shirts yeah. on the website, I hope. On the page. Yeah, so um, we've, we've got a few designs t-shirts. So everyone at the, the, the actual event itself, the convention, will, will have the opportunity to get a t-shirt. Um, all the volunteers will get their own exclusive t-shirt. And you'd be surprised to hear that we've settled on giving them red shirts. Ooh. See what we did there? <laughs> Uh, and those of us that are lucky to be involved in the organisation will be wearing gold shirts. Oh. Can you tell where this is going? Is, it, is that from Star Wars? Star Trek. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> what a speak for oh, Star Wars. I, 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 yeah, I set you up there. Yeah, really, really. Hookline and sinker. Yeah, well, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> Dwarf player, you can't trust him. Um, so, yeah, so he's got his very own exclusive T-shirt, which will be unique to him, and it'll be a one-off design. It'll have the Tabletop Scotland logo on it, it'll be the only one of its type, it'll have some other fancy stuff on it, the year, all that kind of stuff. There might be a message on the back, who knows? We're still arguing about whether or not it's polite to put hashtags on people's T-shirts. Um, I depends on the hashtag. Yeah, that's what because because you've got this thing. I, I don't know if you've noticed where people just make up their own hashtags. That's kind of what we do. No, I mean that. <laughs> but you you're an event, so that's fine. But like like people will just like shoehorn a statement into a hashtag. Oh yeah. It's like why did you not just incorporate that into the post? Hashtag feminism. John Oliver fans. Oh, get ca- that. careful now. <laughs> careful. <laughs> Excellent. I like no, that. See, that, that's applicable because it's like an actual thing that's happening, but I can't, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, so, that, so this is totally falling flat, but, but the hashtag haters out there will know what I'm talking about. I understand. No, well, we'll think about what we can put on it. Um, so he's, he's already got his guaranteed price. He's the first one. And the good thing about being first is not only do you get a price, he gets put in all the prize draws for all the subsequent prizes. Oh. So once we've sold, or rather, once there's been 20 purchases, next up, the next prize is going to be a gift set from Tabletop Crafter, who's one of the 
uh, companies who are coming to exhibit and, and sell at Tabletop nice. Scotland. So what, Lo- what do they make? Lovely. Uh, they make a dice bag, custom key rings, custom, uh, custom dice, custom tabletop accessories uh, cool. for role playing and board gaming and card gaming. Um, lovely lady called Kerry. So she's doing it at that. So the first 20 purchases go in a, pr- a prize draw for that. Then after 40 purchases, everyone that's bought a, uh, something, will be entered into a prize to win a copy of Wibble Plus Plus by Stuff by Bez. Yeah, which which we have played. Uh, we've we've had Bez on the podcast yeah, before, had. actually. Bez is lovely, apparently. I've not met Lovely. Bez Space Cadet, but lovely. Not, yeah. not met not yeah. met. I'm looking forward to meeting her. Yeah. If only because I want to find out if she drinks, because I'd rather see the feeling that could be a fun night out. Yeah. T- time will tell. Especially if I'm there. And then, so everyone who's bought a ticket up to 40 purchases gets a chance to win both those prizes. Yeah. Just keep rolling and rolling. And then after... Um, 60, uh, some digital codes for Galaxy Truckers and another game that I can't read. Did you Did you not write this? No, Dave wrote it. Um, uh, so, something Games Age? Edition, something Age. Treasure Age? Treasure Ace? Tr- trouser Age? Trouser Age? Trouser Age? Treasure Age? The digital codes are for... We're trying to figure Dave, out... Dave! It's not... It might be Trouser Age. It might be Treasure Age. It might be Treasure Island. Treasure Ace. We're going with Treasure Ace. Treasure Ace. Treasure Ace. I've not played, but... Uh, I, I want to play Trouser Age. <laughs> not in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in public. I'm probably not sober. Yeah. Through the ages. <laughs> through, <laughs> through the ages. Through the, right, we, we're going to have a picture of this up in the description so that you can interpret it and write in and tell us what you think this says. And if you've not yet created your own board game and fancy having a chance at one that'll do well on Kickstarter, we recommend Trouser Age. Yeah. Um, and then after 80, 80 purchases, there is uh, a copy of Three to Four Headed Monster by Taste of Minstrel Games. And then after 100 purchases, it's a, a DMB RPG terrain set. Nice. So lots of prize draws. So Scott, who bought the first one, has got a fighting chance of winning lots of different prizes. He, he could actually could sweep actually, the board. He could do. He's not going to. Nobody's that lucky. Um, well. And I'd definitely check, be suspicious if he did. But yeah, lots of prizes. And that's just the first 100 purchases. There's more to follow if people really like us and buy lots of tickets. Which I'm sure they will. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope, I, do. I hope so too. This costs money, you know. Yeah. As, as, as do all things. Unfortunately. Like, yeah. It costs a lot of money. So please buy tickets now. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, on that subject, where can people buy tickets? Tabletopscotland.co.uk. Click on the buy tickets button right on the front page. And how, and how much do they cost? So a weekend ticket, because you're going to come for the weekend, is £15. And that's... What a bargain. It is a bargain. Two days, unlimited gaming, £15. Your brother's sitting there giggling at us. He's an idiot. He giggles at everything. You know? Forrest Gump looks down on him. That's oh. the kind of simpleton he is. Um, yeah, so uh, there's also, if you look at the website, there's different options for just Saturday tickets or Sunday tickets. Uh-huh. There's some amazing deals for family tickets. You know, family uh, and your... It is, it is a family event. Oh, totally event. family event. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Dave said this when he was on before, and the guy said it earlier, but um, we're actually partnering with the Scottish Year of the Young Person. So we're okay. an official partner for the Scottish Year of the Young People, so a young person, so we're, we're really focused on the family. And we're currently, and Dave will tell me off for spoiling it, but I'm spoiling it anyway. Oh. Uh, we are currently, and we're 
just finalising the last details and ticking the, the boxes, going to be able to offer everyone who attends the opportunity to take a, a, a visit to the live active leisure facilities in the, in the building next door with the swimming pool and the spa and the gym and the sauna if they want to go for that kind of facility and they get a, a coupon a money off coupon so they get the same discounts they would get if they had one of Perth's live active cards for the cost of getting in oh, and family cool. tickets etc so, yep. so, if, so if you had a hard day gaming you want to chillax go and have a sauna yeah. and a swim or if you actually want to get up yeah. off your bum for a bit yeah definitely. next door and, do uh, and it's literally a five minute walk from venue to venue and it's, it's perfect leisure facilities right next door so that, that we confirmed that earlier today what what a time to be alive I know totally chuffed yeah yeah. you should be I should be and, it, and we've got an event schedule Dave shared the event schedule with you um <coughs> Well, I won't, I won't share the whole thing with you, but yeah. all I'm going to say is this. Karuba, Indiana Jones, glitter costume, me. This was discussed on a previous episode. It's happening. It was discussed just there because because, because the, what, what happened was there was two suggestions floated. Initially, it was the Indiana Jones costume yeah. or the classic bingo collar costume. The glittery Why jack. not both? Exactly. That's Why what I both? said. And, and I'll have a whip and a hat and a pistol and everything. Exactly. That, that alone is worth it. Oh, yeah, and we're going to, we've got a, a little bingo thingy machine for getting the numbers out properly. I, I, I think that spectacle alone. It's worth the, the cost of it. It's worth the cost of admission. But it gets better. Okay. The music gets better because we're not going to just do it once. We're going to do it twice. Once during the day, and then once in the evening for the evening entertainment after nine o'clock, where there will be um, you know, the odd drink or two consumed alongside Kruger. A couple of shandies. Yes, or twelve. Yeah. If I can get away with it. No, probably not. But well, yes. you're supposed to be calling it. You're, I'm you're, calling it. Yeah. So for the, the, the adult-friendly version in the evening, it uh-huh. should be fun. Okay. Be fun. Apparently I've got to be politically safe and correct, but I'm sure I'll be fine. We'll see. We'll see, because the, the, that, that's quite a vague parameter. It know? is. So, so what is politically correct and safe to one person? Uh, um, I'm, my benchmark is Malcolm Tucker, for those that... Yeah, that's fine with me. That's, that, my um, that's politics. That's, that's what I like. So I'm going with that. Welcome time. I think that's okay. And if I could get Peter Capaldi to turn up and do it for me, I would. That would be amazing. Yeah, as Malcolm Tucker. Yeah, that that's the dream. Yes. Although we'd end up with a whole lot of hoodies at the event, and I'm not sure I could stomach that. Mm. Not hoodies. Hoodies. Oh, yeah. Mm. But, Helps, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they. But yeah, that, I mean, absolutely. Gaming-wise, what have you been up to? Um, so, 40k, I'm the token wargamer in this motley crew. High five, I'm a wargamer. Age of Sigmar, um, bit of Team Yankee, um, a few other bits and bobs. Board game wise, um, Tyrants in the Dark, I love that game. The deck, D&D deck building, worker placement, yeah. carry on. Absolutely fantastic game. Evenings entertaining that. Um, Sentinels and Multiverse, where do we go with that? Uh, Simon and I are continuing our ever expanding number of games of Horus Heresy. Um, the board game. Board games plural, the old one and the new one. Um, he's got a lot to not as many. Simon's beating me by a lot of games. Okay. We have been playing for 26 years, however. Right. The same game. Just wow. Reset the board, start from the beginning. Same game. 26 years we've been playing that game. 
That's, um, I mean, all joking aside, that's quite uh, It's quite a long time, uh, yeah. playing one board game. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I bought it when I'm, my 12th birthday, and we've had it played ever since. That's really cool. Same copy, the same game. It's amazing. So, that, I think that is one of the longest-running games, like, just played by yeah. a group of people Not that I've heard of. Two of us. It's only a two-player game. Yeah. Little cardboard tiles. Um, we've been playing it continuously for well, not the same, not the same game because the game has an end point, which is normally when Simon wins. Um, more often than not, he does win, unfortunately. Um, but you know, we will re-rack and play. In fact, we we, um, we played it a few weeks ago at my house, um, and he beat me then, did he? Yeah, he won, which is a bit of a shame. Um, a, a, grand, a grand tradition, all the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get a mod winning occasionally. Um, what else have been playing? So you've been playing Shakespeare, haven't you? Yes, Shakespeare. Shakespeare rocks. Um, I am a GW fanboy. I will happily admit that. To oh yeah, one. Uh, same. No shame about it. Um, there's a GW next door, which I might nip in if it's still open. I don't think it is. But no, I don't think so. Damn it! I was hoping to go in early. Um, uh, so Shakespeare, which absolutely rocks. It's a very well-built game. It's clever. Um, it isn't a war game. It's a departure from what they've done elsewhere, and as a game, it's solid. I think it really, really works. Um, well, we we um, I, d I don't know if you listened to that one yet, the game of the year episode. But we, it, it was our pick for game of the year. Excellent. So, uh, what do you play with them? I've been playing with orcs, but um, fire, fire slayers, slayers are coming out. Are coming out yep. So I'm I'm going to be rocking them. I, th I think I think they actually come out on the 17th of February. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sure. I, I got the White Dwarf the other day. Because I'm a subscriber, yeah. so I got it a bit earlier, and that was the the date. It's the it's them, and uh, so they're called the Chosen Axes. Yeah, the, the fire slayer. Yeah. And then the other one is Spike Claws Swarm, which is the Skaven, which look quite good as well. Yeah, and nice new models for them as well. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. See, the the way that the the Skaven Warband works, there's five of them. You've got the leader, who's like Storm Vermin. And he's he's pretty nasty. He's got like a range of two on that halberd, I and he gets gets cleave on a crit. Oh, nice! Um, but what's quite interesting is that only one other member of the warband is named. The other three, when you die, you put a new climb rat back on. Oh yeah, because they're just skaven. Yeah, it's just endless swarms it's endless, of skaven. I mean, yeah. rats are rats are rats, yeah. isn't it? That's, um, uh, so the, the best game I've played of it show, so far was a few weeks ago, I was in Common Ground Games in Stirling, uh, and um, we played a four-player four game yeah. with, uh, I was with Stormcasts, one of the guys had the corn band, one of the guys had the orcs, and one of the guys had the um, undead, the skeletons. And that was an interesting game. So, how, how have you been finding the Stormcast? Uh, if you, you've got to be aggressive with them. Do you think so? I, I do. I think I, I, I've had the games I've played, if I've sat back and let people come to me, that's where I've gone wrong. So, it might just be my playstyle. I mean, I, I, I've, as you know from the past, playing Warhammer. I don't pick an army that stands still. I mean, I no. spent the better part of well, 12 years playing Bretonians because it's pretty much an army that is entirely mounted. So I um, so the same goes for almost every game I play. I like going hard, and I think the the thing the Stormcast has is if you use them well, and I'm not saying I do. I've had I won a couple of games like that playing it. If you play them hard and go for it, they can yeah. actually be quite good. Um, they're just as good standing, you know, they, they will hold something better than almost everyone else. But I found myself, I'm better with them going forward. Push hard, go for the big hit, and it works. That's quite interesting because, like, as like, I've predominantly been an orc player thus far, 
and when I go up against Stormcast, <coughs> the the thing that I do right away is try and isolate one of them. Yeah, you've got to. You can't go mad and go in three different directions. You've got to go to get. You've got to go as a wall of steel. You know, really, they really do rely on. If you get phalanx up. Yeah, if you get the three of them going forward in the right place yeah. at the right time, nobody's moving them. And once you, st- I mean, we played that four-player game and. It was we started once I got a few but few some glory, got enough glory to start upgrading them, you then you can really start going to them. Yeah. If you've got a couple of upgrades on them, they become really killer. Skeletons go down quite quickly if you're clever with it. Um, so, yeah. I've noticed the way that, that most um, people that, that play the undead, when they know what they're doing, they they keep the petitioners in the back. Yeah. Because what, what happened in our early games when Josh and myself were playing it was I essentially just farmed the, the petitioners, they're called. Yeah. Just farm them for glory points. Yeah, exactly. Um, look, we, we played this four-play game and I, I did exactly that. I went to get the glory points and um, accidentally, of course, I'm killing stuff and the comp player's going, rubbing his hands because I'm busy triggering his... I'm, I'm busy triggering him. And he's next to me, he's next in sequence to me. But thankfully he was at the other end of the board. So the orc player got it in the face. I was killing stuff and the orc player got it in the face because of it. Because the comb player is like, everything's busted, everything's coming. Yeah. So he got all the uh, benefit of me killing stuff. The orc player wasn't happy. Because in the space of three, three, uh, the space of the uh, skeleton player myself and then the uh, corn player doing our activations, he lost two of his models oh. because just a combination of stuff happening to him. Mm. You know, the skeleton guy went for him. Out of the skeletons, corn player came in with all the flipped over cards and took and <laughs> laid waste to him. Yeah. It was quite fun, it, was, it worked. Um, it was a good game, but it actually scales up well. I mean, I've played mostly 1v1, but actually playing with three or four players does work. It um, felt like, did, did you ever play the, the Triumph and Treachery expansion for 8th edition? Yeah, which is fantastic. If you got a, it, it felt like a scaled down version of that. It really does, you know, especially when you don't, you're not deliberately teaming up with people, but you can definitely apply cause and effect. And you know, if you're doing the right thing at the right time, if you if you play well enough, you can influence other people's process in a way that benefits you if you do it properly. If you do it wrong, you know, it's bye bye, you know, bye bye, Steelheart. It's been nice knowing you. Yeah. Which did happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't good. All right, John, you've been summoned. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much for having me, Chaps. It's been nice to see you again. Hi guys, it's uh, Josh from the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast here. Thanks for listening to us, and now be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for the Unlucky Frog Gaming. Uh, You can also show your support for Unlucky Frog through Pod Pledge and Patreon. Be sure to check out our website www.unluckyfrog.com to find out more. Was that so hard? (laughs) Um, Look... (laughs) 